0: When I broke it down to each person, they were like, holy crap, we spent $3,000 on that one listing. So now our profit's only seven grand and we have to split that between the two of us. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 158 of the Smart Agents Podcast. As always, my name is Michael Walter and I'll be your host. In today's episode, we're joined by Karen Silvius, founder of Olive Branch Bookkeeping. With 15 years of bookkeeping experience, prior to launching her own firm, Karen ran a real estate team with her husband and focused on the financial side of the business. During that time, she trained agents on how to run profitable businesses and manage their expenses. Throughout our conversation, Karen shares why it's so important for agents to track individual listing expenses, tools to help stay on top of those expenses, and much more. But before we get on to the day's featured interview, the all-new Smart Agents Magazine has launched and is full of insights and strategies designed to help real estate agents grow their businesses. Inside, you will find interviews and advice from leading real estate professionals, marketing tips to flood your business with leads, and even swipe and deploy files full of practical tools to enhance your business. Subscribe now to receive your copy of the printed magazine each month and instantly get access to our online agent community and members-only templates click the link in the episode description or go to smartagents.com forward slash magazine. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents Podcast. You can find the show on all major podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now Amazon Music. Also, if you or someone else on your team has an incredible story or real estate tips to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, let's get on to the day's featured interview with Karen Silvius. If you're interested in learning more about Olive Branch Bookkeeping, I've included links in the episode description. Really, the way I like to start everything out is if you could just introduce yourself to us a little bit, who you are and where you're at.
0: Perfect. Yes, my name is Karen Silvius. I am the owner of Olive Branch Bookkeeping, Inc. Um, I am headquartered actually in Post Falls, Idaho, but we are currently in Gilbert, Arizona.
1: So you have a pretty interesting career and, you know, one that, you know, is definitely this conversation is going to be super beneficial for our uh, audience because, you know, in addition to the bookkeeping, you also have a lot of real estate experience as well.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I um, was a bookkeeper for about 15 years. Um, I had two bookkeeping jobs that I had my whole life. I started out at a small shop in California and I was there for about seven years and then we moved to Idaho um, with our family and went to a multi-million dollar company that resold CAD software. It's called SolidWorks. And then we also sold uh, 3D printers. Um, I was there for about four years. The company got acquired. And then um, when they got acquired, I didn't really like the company that I was working for at that point. Um, my husband had been trying to get me to quit for about three years, but I'm... Too much of a loyal person. So I did not want to quit. <laughs> um, but when they got acquired, that was my sign. I was like, okay, I need to quit. I need to go work with my husband. So I quit and then I got my real estate license. And then after I got my real estate license, um, I helped my husband with contracts and like operations and back the end stuff of real estate. I didn't ever sell real estate myself, but I did all the back end stuff. Um, I I basically looked into all the legal stuff. I read the handbooks in and out, like all that kind of stuff. I just enjoyed it better. And then we grew a team. So we ran a team for about two years um, and that was fun too.
1: Right. So one of the big things, you know, in real estate is a lot of people are coming from you know, the typical nine to five job where you're getting Uh that paycheck, you kind of have that steady, you know, that steady income, you're not having to spend a whole lot of money to bring in business. And that's a big change when it is you enter into real estate. So really want to kind of dive into those topics about, you know, managing your finances, you know, to help grow, grow your team. So tell me about how you got, you know, started in that, area and really kind of started seeing the the places that agents needed to, you know, kind of get some more understanding on.
0: Yeah. So when we started our team, we did a lot of back end work first. Um, We built a lot of systems. We built their CRM system. We built all their books for them um, on the back end too. So I would also manage their books for them as a team owner. Um, Just because I had that experience and I had that knowledge, I helped them with that. Um, and I really saw a lot of the agents that were coming in, like you said, they, they've never done this before. They always had, um, a leader or an owner of a company do that stuff for them. So they just got a paycheck every week and they, it was the same every week. They could rely on it. Um, and then as they got into doing real estate, they realized that they had a lot of, well, we took on a lot of their expenses, Mm -hmm. right. As a team owner. So they didn't have to worry about that. But because we took on their expenses, um, I guess they kind of felt like they had to push themselves even harder to make those sales. But we also met, we were very transparent with our team. We told them upfront every week. We would tell them what our profit and loss was. We told them uh, exactly what we were making and exactly what we were spending. I would show them what our profit and loss looked like. I would um, break it down line by line just so that they had an understanding because our whole idea on a team was we wanted to prepare them for real life. So if they ever left us, they knew how to do it on their own, right? Like they they had all the tools at their disposal and they knew exactly how to do it. And it was so important to watch them grow. And it was so neat to watch them grow because they would start to catch on. Like we would go over those profit and losses and they would, it would click. They were like, Oh my gosh, we're spending way too much on client closing gifts. Or, Oh my gosh, we're taking too many people out on uh, meals and entertainment. And we need to cut that back if we're going to have more profit and, they were all on a tier system. So they got more money, the more profit we made, right? So they got 70%. If we had X amount of money in there, it wasn't a straight 50, 50 split with them. We did it way different. And it was just really neat to watch them like learn and gro- excuse me, grow from that. And um it was very interesting to watch each agent, see how much they brought in too, because that was in our profit and loss, right? Each agent's income was in there. And so they could see how much each person was bringing to the table each month and how much each person was spending each month. And it was really cool to watch.
1: Right. I nerd I out that, on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that transparency is really cool too for, yeah. you know, the the building of the team and getting them to yeah. understand that, you know, okay, here's maybe why we didn't just go completely blow out this open house or something, right. because, you know, maybe it doesn't quite exactly align with what it's going to bring in. Um, how, you know, when you were working with these newer agents and kind of you know showing them that how many of these people just really didn't have any idea about
0: oh all of how them. much
1: all yeah, yeah. It, you know when you think about it, if you start you know taking each little individual thing it, on its surface, it can look really small, but when you add it all yeah. up together, so how important is that for agents to really kind of break down every little thing they're doing for that one singular listing?
0: It's so important because if you're making, let's just say like real estate agents make a lot of money. I mean, everybody knows that you have the ability to make so much for your family. And let's just say the the income was $10,000 on one listing, but you've got $1,200 going out on ads and you've got another $100 going out just on the signs, you know, the install and the, and the removal of the signs. And then you're spending $400 on the pictures. Like all of that adds up when you say it by itself, it doesn't sound so bad, just like you said. But when I broke it down to each person, they were like, holy crap, we spent $3,000 on that one listing. So now our profit's only seven grand and we have to split that between the two of us. And I'm like, yeah, it really opens their eyes so that they know where they need to be picky. Like, okay, instead of doing that many on ads, can we just do this much on ads? Like they have that ability to now tell me what they want to spend on each of their listings because they know at the end of the day that it's going to affect their bottom line. Plus as you grow and it's, it's slower now, like in 2021, we were killing it. We were moving 30, 30 deals at least per agent. You know, we were really spitting it out. Now it's like, what, 12 per person? Like, it's not very much. And so now we know where we can look at our profit and loss and cut some of those costs. Like, we may have had really heavy dues and subscriptions back in 2021, where we're spending money on Canva and we're spending money on Adobe and all these things, right? But it, we were producing a lot, so we could afford it. Whereas now we're not producing as much. So they're like, okay, let's cut out Adobe. Let's cut out this, let's cut out that. So it definitely helps them understand where their money's being spent for sure.
1: Right, And, and, you know, it's got to have also, uh, help them understand which, you know, when it is time to maybe scale back up or things like what, mm-hmm. what were the areas that really actually made an impact on, yes. you know, these sales?
0: Yes, absolutely. And a lot of people, I think, I don't think, and I'm guilty of it, right? Like still in all of my businesses that I own, meals and entertainment are the biggest expenditures that anybody spends on. Like every time I do a profit and loss for any company I work with, that is their biggest, like biggest money spent. And so it's the easiest thing to cut too. And so I just think that that's a big eye-opener for people um, looking at that stuff.
1: Right, so when you're working with agents that are, you know, that maybe that's like a big, part of their, you know, their business strategy and the way that they yeah. interact with clients. You know, I have to imagine that's kind of a, a tough conversation, but with your data and everything else that you have, yeah, you have, you have the facts to back it up.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I think that helps me in my job, right? Because like, otherwise they'd be like, well, I'm not spending a, a lot of money. So why am I listening to you? But when I show them their profit and loss, they're like, "Ooh." I can't really say much there too. And then like, we can go into it too more like, because maybe I categorize something incorrectly, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm human, I make errors, right? And so we'll, we'll dive into it if they think there's an error in it or something, but yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. And by having having that data, you can say, okay, maybe, maybe we don't do the dinner or the lunch today, but we can turn that money into, you know, more signage or more marketing for the property. Yes.
0: And that definitely helps because if you look at that, the trends, what's really nice, I use QuickBooks. What's really nice about QuickBooks is they have this feature called flow now, and that will take a look at what your past three months of spending looked like, and they'll project what you're going to spend in the next three months. So you can kind of tweak it and remove some of those, like say you're like, we're talking about your meals and entertainment. So you spent $3,000 in the last three months, right? So on average, $1,000 a month. It, it'll tell you that in the next three months, like it'll project that you're going to spend the same amount. Well, you can start deducting that and say, no, I don't want to spend that. I want to spend 700. What will it look like going forward? And it kind of helps you determine what to spend moving forward. So you can kind of project and forecast for the next few months, which is so important. I don't know if you guys um do a lot of um goal training at all. With our clients, we did a lot of goal training. So we would look at the whole year and we'd We tweak it every quarter and we would look at what we want to make and what we don't want to make and how many clients we want to talk to, buyers, sellers, all that stuff. Well, in there, we also have a little section of how much money we want to spend because I just feel like that's so important and that helps you also forecast for the future. So, you know, you need to save up that much money or at least make that much money so you can spend that much money.
1: Right. Right. As you, uh, you know, were doing this and pulling all this data together, were, did you guys have like a certain percentage of, you know, the uh, the listing income or you know what was brought in via yeah. the commission that you would you know allocate towards you know strictly yep. marketing and. In-
0: yeah, so we take a good percentage. Uh, I don't think we break, broke it down that detailed, um, but we would. We would, every income that would come in, we would take 15 to 20%. And it, it depends. Like usually we would take the 20% the first quarter of the year because it's usually a little bit slower that time. And then we would go to 15% the rest of the year. And we would put it in a whole separate account. We called it our investment slash emergency fund account. And it was a savings account. So it earned interest as well on top of that. But we would save that much off of each income we made, no matter what it was, if it was team or not related to the team at all. And it was our own personal stuff. We would put it into that fund to then fund more of our marketing expenses as the year went on
1: right and you mentioned there is something there is having the separate accounts how important Mm -hmm. is that to for a business so So, or even you know a a, one of the agents in your business to not have everything going to their personal checking
0: yes so that's a that's a really good uh subject you actually touched on because a lot of agents don't set themselves up as a business but again you got to remember a lot of these people are coming from w2 jobs so their business was set up for them they didn't have to worry about any of that stuff so they're just taking a lot of their income in as their personal name, and what they need to do is they need to set up an entity for themselves. Um, an LLC is my favorite one; it's the the one I prefer to tell people about. There's all sorts of different structures you can do. Really, there's you know S corp, C corp, there's sole proprietor, there's I mean you could do all sorts of different stuff, but LLC is the best because you can stay in LLC and be protected. And protect all of your assets that way from yourself like you can separate your business from your personal so if you own a house in your personal name and you happen to in real estate it happens we get sued it it, you know it's unfortunate but it happens that llc is protecting your personal assets from being touched when you get sued right um sole proprietor is not going to do that it's not going to separate the two entities A lot of people don't separate that, but then you have to get multiple bank accounts too, because having those separated too also protects yourself, but it also helps in bookkeeping because I personally tell people to set up four bank accounts. I do an income account, an expense account, a tax account, and then your emergency fund account. All of them are savings accounts, except for your expense account. My expense account is the only one that's tied to a debit card or like checks. I don't know I'm probably the only old school person that writes checks, right? Like but I have checks, okay? <laughs> so those are the only ones tied to that. And that also helps me when I'm doing my bookkeeping to know that like the expenses is the one account that I'm mainly looking at, right? Like I'm going to have all my expenses in there, my incomes, all my income. So it just really separates it out super nice. The tax account super nice too because at the end of the year, when you're filing your taxes as an entrepreneur, you're usually doing it once a year and it's usually super stressful for everybody. But if you're saving 15% of each income and putting it straight over into that tax account, that's also earning you money, a percentage each month, right? At the end of the year, that's not gonna be stressful. You're gonna be able to pay that tax bill, probably have money left over that you can go into your emergency fund and just let it sit and grow.
1: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's really yeah. smart, especially the tax one because you know, if, if you're not used to it, that's a yes. big shock. All of a sudden, you're like, wait, I was yeah. supposed to be saving all that. And yep. You know, our
0: first year was like, now, luckily, our first year we didn't we didn't show as much profit. So we didn't have taxes to pay. But it was like, I was terrified. I literally held off doing my taxes as a bookkeeper. <laughs> I held off doing my taxes for like six months because I was like, I am terrified that I'm going to have this $14,000, $15,000 tax bill. And I'm just like, I'm nervous. And I saved, I saved, but I was still nervous. But luckily I was fine. I did everything right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, obviously, you know, for your your team, they had a great benefit that, you know, you and this was something that you did for them. Uh, Mm -hmm. and really helped set them up. But, you know, for maybe the agents that are, uh, Uh, they don't have that, you know, tool, to at their disposal, how can they start setting up their own, you know, system? What are some like easy things that people can start doing uh, to really start tracking this?
0: So, I always recommend getting a software. It's a little bit more um, less prone for errors, I would say. I mean, it's not error proof, right? There's everything's going to have some errors in it. That's going to happen. Um, but I always say getting an accounting software that QuickBooks does have small startup ones that are for entrepreneurs. I think it's like $15 a month. It's not very much. It's very basic. You can connect your bank account to it. It'll directly feed in there. And then you could just categorize what it was. It's super simple. Um, It looks a little daunting at first. Each software is going to look a little daunting, but once you get used to it, it'll be fine. Um, Bookkeeping uh, people like me, You can reach out to us. We can get it all set up for you. We don't have to be like on a monthly thing. I can set it up for you however you want it. And then you can go off and do your own thing, right? So you can reach out to a lot of CPAs. We'll do that for you too. So not just me, other other bookkeepers and CPAs will do it for you as well. Um, Super easy. But I would just say, get in there, make it a habit at the end of every day. Get in there, look at what you spent, look at what income you got in. Track it. You can do it very basic if you want to. I'm very detail oriented, so I go kind of overboard. But if you just track it as a buyer or seller um, as income and then track all your expenses, you should be fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I really think you know, by doing those types of things, uh you're setting yourself up, you're 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 constantly learning, and it's kind of it's you know, you're you're pulling in that yeah. data and you're learning what's working for your business. Yes. And you know um being able to as you know trend shift in the markets or yep. something comes up or maybe a new way of doing business comes up yes. I mean God, there's so many different things that you can start spending yeah. money on now yep uh you know uh, like the ai softwares just, <laughs> right exactly <laughs> good there's oh, so much. that's a whole different thing i had a I conversation <laughs> with an ai uh, expert a couple months ago and i was my brain was blown away.
0: i know yeah. i know I love learning about that kind of stuff. It just blows my mind. Like there's mm-hmm. so much out there. That's why I'm saying. Like there's not just one software out there for you to use. There's so much, there's zero, there's fresh books. Like there's so many mint, like mint, I think is even free. It's buy into it. And I think it's free. Like there's a lot of things you can utilize a worst case scenario, Google sheets it. I mean, there's, you're going to be prone to more errors there. You might have duplications or whatnot, but Anything is better than nothing at all. If you're just just pretending it doesn't exist, if you're just gonna be so stressed out at the the time you do taxes, it's gonna be so stressful, and then you're not gonna know what you can spend your money on.
1: Right. You know? Absolutely. And I think it, it helps, you know, with that mindset of oh, I just got this really big commission check. Now I can go like blow it out on this oh, vacation. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, hold on, don't, hold don't go on because crazy. You
0: don't know what you've got coming up. Like, have you forecasted it all? Like, do you know what kind of dues and subscriptions you have in place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's a shocker. I'll tell you what.
1: <laughs> right. So with, you know, working with the agents that you have, how, you know, what have you seen in their Like just the empowerment that you've given them with all this, you know, information about their businesses.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, they didn't even know what they didn't know. And how would you like, how would you know that how important it is to track your profit and loss? Like it's bookkeeping is not sexy. It's not exciting. A lot of people are like, Oh cool. I get to see how much money I spent. Like, it's not a fun thing. It's daunting sometimes, you know I mean? Even for me as a bookkeeper, sometimes I open up my books and I'm like, Oh, what did I spend this month? Like, uh I'm kind of nervous to see that, but it's important. And a lot of the agents are like, man, I'm so grateful that I was able to learn a lot from you. And now they're off running and doing their own things. And a lot of them are my clients and I still talk to them and I look at their books and I audit it for them, make sure they're doing it all correctly. But I mean, I'm still learning. I've been in the business for 15 years and I'm still learning things that I didn't even think I would learn. And the importance it is to have somebody on your side as a tax specialist. You know, I'm not a tax specialist, I'm a bookkeeper. So I have tax specialists that I talk to all the time that tell me, hey, did you know that if you did this, that you would be saving a lot more money in taxes? And I'm like, oh my gosh, no. Let me tell all my clients so that they know because I had no idea. And in 2023, your meals and, and entertainment, you you can only claim half of it now. Like, you know, in COVID, they let you claim all of it. Because I mean, we all worked remotely, so it's just it, learning all that all the time. And my agents are so grateful. They they I've watched them grow so much. They've they they come to me and they're like, Karen, oh my gosh, I just watched my profit and loss grow thirty percent this this year because I'm cut cut back on a lot of my spending because 2023 sucks and 2022 was great, and it's cool to see.
1: Right, and I think it's you know, so many times I talk to people and they're like you know, I got my real estate license and nobody, you know, I really had to learn how to sell, but this is such another aspect of the business that you get your license. You have no idea. And having, you know, this kind of training and these resources available is so beneficial to that group of agents.
0: I really wish, wish, let me get my words right. Happy Monday. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish that like when you got out of real estate school, that you would, if you signed up with a brokerage, you had to be trained by somebody in all areas, not just selling, but like how to be a business owner and how to like watch your finances and all the stuff that comes along with it. I wish they put that in place. Like, so for the first 12 months or 24 months or whatever, I think 12 months is fine. The first year you're really being trained and mentored by each person like each specific person will teach you different things i think that's that would be so great
1: right so for you now what tell us a little bit about you know the the bookkeeping company that you're doing now and you know and how that you know the growth of that and what you know what it is the the future holds
0: yeah oh my gosh hopefully the future holds so much (laughs) um i am definitely a big thinker now um thanks to my husband um Mm -hmm. But I was terrified to open up a firm, which is probably why it took me so many years to open it. I am terrified to fail. I am a perfectionist. I am a people pleaser, right? Like anytime I have somebody who is not pleased with my work, I am like, for the next three days, don't talk to me because (laughs) I'm going to beat myself up, right? And um, so my bookkeeping firm, I opened it in November um, I was working with clients probably a year prior to that before opening my firm. So I have a whole, not a holding company, but I have an umbrella company, right? I have my Silvius Enterprise is my umbrella. And then I have other companies underneath it. And that's how I structured my company. Um, so really my Silvius Enterprises was making income off my bookkeeping services. And that's that's a no, no, you shouldn't do that. So I opened up my firm and I got started in that. And I started out with one client for probably, probably a year. Um, but that was because I didn't want anybody else. I think I was nervous to grow it. And then now I have about 12 clients from January of this year to currently, I have 12 clients. I've got two assistants and hopefully I can triple that by the end of the year. That's my goal. I would like to have triple the amount of work by the end of the year. Um, and No, I love it. I work with mainly uh, entrepreneurs. I work with real estate agents, transaction coordinators, builders, um, inspectors. I have uh, two stone and granite companies I work with. Um, I have um, a marketing company, automotive repair shops. I've got two of those. So, I mean, I'm kind of all over the place still too, but I love it. I love showing people their profit. And, that's my favorite thing. And their profit and loss is so important. I love, I meet with them once a month and I go over that. And then I audit their books every quarter and let them know what they should do better and what they, sh- you know, hey, you're overspending over here. It's, this is my opinion. You know, some people take it, some people don't. And that's okay. You know, it's their business, not mine, you know? So, but yeah, hopefully by, uh, by the end of the year, I get a lot more clients and I want to help people you know, um, I kind of bounced a lot. At the beginning when I was like 18, I went into hair school um, and I did cosmetology for a while. I knew I wanted to help people. I knew that's what I wanted to do. I just didn't know what that was. I got my degrees, not even in accounting. It's, <laughs> it's in psychology. So like I wanted to do that for a while. I was like, I just know I want to help people. I just don't know how that is. And I think I've just... I've always fallen back into bookkeeping because it's what I know. I love it and it does. It helps people. It's what I'm passionate about and that's what people appreciate too. I think they like the fact that when you're my client, I feel like it's my business. Like I take that so personally. I'm like, how can we help you grow? How can we help you set you up for financial success? Like what can we do to help you succeed? Like that's, I just am so passionate about watching people succeed. And I think that's why we did the team for so long because I wanted to see people succeed for themselves, for their families. Like I just, I love it. I love seeing that so much. Right.
1: Right. So if, so somebody's listening to this and they have a small team that, you know, they want to have some, get some help, you know, handling their books, how, how do they find you and how do they reach out?
0: So we're on Facebook and Instagram currently. Um, we are opening a YouTube channel, but we're not there yet. Cause I want to have a bunch of content for people to watch before I tell them it's there, but it's all of branch BK. So if you search that on any platforms, that's what I'm going to be at. And then you can also contact me. I do free one hour consultations as well. So they can kind of show me around their books or if they have nothing, I can talk to them about what fits their needs. Um, and that's all of branch BK.com um, uh, forward slash contact. And you can reach out to me there. And uh, yeah, that's about it
1: Awesome. Now. Well, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's always always something getting added later. Right. You know.
0: I'm always learning. Like, look, I'm yeah. not like, I'm very, I know it looks like I love talking on camera. I This is very outside my comfort zone, but I just, I know I need to get in front of people to, to help them succeed. And so it's like YouTube, I need to be on, I'm going to put YouTube videos out there for people. I want to show them detailed, like how to set up their chart of accounts, how to look at their profit and loss. Like I'm going to put a lot of free stuff out there for everybody so that they're well educated. So yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a, you know, it's a great, uh, great service because again, it is one of those things that it really, it's not something that's taught. You kind of have to, you have to have somebody that's either mentoring it or Mm -hmm. you, unfortunately you got to learn the hard
0: yourself. Yep. I know. And there's so much information out there too. And there's I don't feel there's a wrong or right way to do it, right? Like as in bookkeeping, you kind of just organize everything and then you get it to a tax professional and they kind of tell you what you can and can't do for tax purposes. Um, but there's so many different ways to do bookkeeping, honestly, so yeah, always sorry. Well,
1: excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk with us today.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. This was great.
1: I really want to thank Karen for joining us today and sharing all of her great tips and advice for tracking your expenses. Remember, if you're interested in learning more about Olive Branch Bookkeeping, I've included links in the episode description. So once again, if you think you or someone else on your team has an incredible story or tips to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at Well, that wraps things up for this episode, but remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts, and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.